KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a journey through computation, data analysis, and real-world applications. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. You're listening to KPBS Midday Edition. I'm Jade Hindman. This past Saturday, fans celebrated San Diego State's men's basketball team at Snapdragon Stadium after a historic run to the National College Championship game. The team received keys to the city from Mayor Todd Gloria as a red carpet was rolled out to welcome them and congratulate them on an incredible NCAA tournament run. Aztecs assistant coach Chris Acker spoke with KPBS Midday Edition producer Andrew Bracken about the celebration and the season to remember. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. On Saturday, the team got a chance to be celebrated by its fans in San Diego after that historic season. Have the accomplishments of this season set in yet? They have set in. Um, you know, that that was a remarkable feeling, uh, getting up to Snapdragon Stadium and seeing the amount of fans that were there, seeing all of the support and, and everybody back and everything that we had gotten done this season. It's hard when you're playing in the season and then when you lose your last game to kind of relish in the success you've had. But... Uh, being around that many fans and and having the administration put all of that together in 72 hours just lets you know how special our run actually was. And you've been in basketball both as a player and a coach for for many years, I'm guessing most of your life. Absolutely. How is this team different from other teams you've been a part of? Well, I've been a part of some special teams, but this team was just one of the more resilient uh, teams that I've ever been around. Um, And... I think the most unique factor about this team is that when one guy was struggling, it was the epitome of the next man up. So you always had a different leading score. Uh, You always had a different guy that you could depend on to make a big shot. And it was always timely. But, you know, the huddles and and timeouts, um, the conversations they would have in the locker room were all about winning. And so to me, that's what made it the most special team I've been a part of just because of the resiliency uh, that they showed um, every day in practice and obviously uh, every game we played in. And on that resiliency, I mean, one thing head coach Brian Dutcher talks a lot about is the culture of SDSU basketball. I mean, is that part of the culture that he talks about, resilience? Or or what is the culture of Aztecs basketball in your view? Yeah, the culture, you know, I I think you hit on it. I mean... The reality of it is, is, you know, we we play a special brand of basketball in terms of our approach from a defensive standpoint. And, you know, people talk all the time how we can go on stretches without scoring. Um, but our defense keeps us in games. Our ability to rebound the basketball keeps us in games. And that goes all the way back to when Steve Fisher was the head coach. And I used to watch Aztec basketball games 
before I became a coach here. Uh, just, just the fact that nothing that's happening on the offensive end will affect what we're doing and will affect the outcome of a game. Uh, we're always going to be locked in and have a chance to win the game at the end because of our commitment on the defensive end. And for someone that may not know a lot about basketball, what is it specifically, you know, what is it about Aztec's defense that sets it apart from other schools? I think the attention to detail, um, I think what we try to do is instill in our guys that there's going to be mistakes just like there are on offense. And on offense, when you make a mistake, coaches always tell you, well, keep playing, get to the next play. You miss a shot, don't hang your head, hold your follow through, the next one will go in. And we take that same approach on the defensive end where, you know, if there's a mistake, we're always asking another guy to cover for him. You know, we rely heavily on uh, our length and our athleticism. But again, there's no perfect uh, defensive game. There's always adjustments that'll be made. And and just the fact that, you know, we rely on our intelligence on the defensive end to uh, take teams out of what they're trying to do for us to have a chance to win the game. And you've been part of SDSU's basketball program since 2019, I believe? 2019, 2020, yep. And so that's probably around the time that a lot of these players on this year's squad, you know, came to join SDSU. What has that experience been like to see these players grow both on and off the court? Uh, it's been rewarding. Um, it's been extremely exciting uh, to see their process. And I think you know, myself, but our entire program, we try to focus on being process oriented um, and seeing things through. And so I've seen the highs and the lows of uh, each individual on this team. And like you said, when they first got here, there was a lot of things that they were trying to figure out as players. And, you know, but to have the core group and Adam Seiko, Aguica Robe, Nathan Menza, Matt Bradley, Lamont Butler, Keyshawn Johnson, having that core guys with with me the entire time that I've been here, I feel blessed and somewhat spoiled in the sense that I've been able to watch their matriculation and and, and watch their growth, um, especially in this current climate with um, how guys are transferring. We've been fortunate enough to not to have really good players leave our program and go play for other places. So during March Madness this year, a lot of SDSU's tournament games involved comebacks, some after being down, you know, double digits, uh, several points. As a coach, how do you approach building that mentality that even if you're down, you still have a chance to win? You know, Coach Dutcher does a great job helping our guys understand that we're our biggest challenge night in and night out. And so usually um, if we're down, you know, a lot of times it can be from what the other team is doing, but it can also be us not doing what we need to do at an elite level. And so making adjustments mentally, emotionally, and energy-wise throughout the course of a game sometimes can be the biggest factor in us coming back in a game. Um, it's not necessarily X's and O's all the time. It takes a tremendous amount of energy uh, to perform on the defensive end like we do. And sometimes, you know, guys can feel like they're tired or guys can feel like they want to play more. And so you're dealing with those internal battles uh, when you're getting subbed out of a game or you're dealing with you know, a coach yelling at you about a defensive assignment that you missed. And so it's constantly been about no matter what the score is, we got to find a way to win the basketball game. And whether that is an X and O change that we have to make or it's, you know, a substitution that we have to make or whether it's just the guys locking in on each other and saying, hey, we got to play better. 
it seemed to be the theme this entire year, and 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 it worked out for us in a, in, in a big way, game in and game out throughout the tournament. So I think for most San Diego State fans, the defining moment of this season was, I'd say it's a moment that's probably seared into San Diego sports history at this point. It was Lamont Butler's buzzer beater in the Final Four to send the Aztecs to the national championship. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, as he was, you know, taking that shot, in that moment, are you in coach mode? Or are you just full-on fan? How, what was that like? Um, well, the timeout prior, I told the guys, I said, if we get a rebound, we're going to win the game. I don't know how it's going to get done, but we're going to win this game. And so when Aguit blocked the shot and we outletted it to Lamont um, and he was bringing the ball up the floor, um, there's a picture of Dave Velasquez and I standing there uh, just watching him make the play. Uh, but on the release, I know I said to Dave, I said, that's good. And um, when you watch it back, uh, seeing Micah Parrish move away from the basketball and not run towards the ball is why he had enough space to get the shot off. But in the moment, um, I just had the utmost confidence that we were going to find a way to win that game. And yeah, that's a that's a moment. Again, a lot of people won't forget. I've seen T-shirts of it. <laughs> you know, there's yep. you're going to be hearing about that play for a lot of years. So, looking ahead a bit, San Diego State plays in the Mountain West Conference today, but there has been talk about it making a jump potentially to a major conference like the Pac-12. Do you see that as a potential recipe for future success for the Aztecs? No matter who we play against, um, whether that's in the non-conference or conference, we're always going to play and get everybody's best. Uh, so for us, if we're in the Mountain West, if we're in the Pac-12, if we're in the Big Ten, the Big 12, whatever league we play in, <clears throat> our mentality is going to go out, is going to be to go out and find a way to win that game um, and move to the next game, and the ultimate goal will be to win the conference championship. So um, our approach and our mentality won't change based on the conference we're in. But, you know, obviously the stakes are a lot higher, planning a Power 5 conference, if that's potentially what's going to happen. So, you know, I just think it brings more recognition to what we're doing over here in San Diego as a program um, and, and how good we can be uh, regardless of what situation we're in. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. So you alluded to this a little bit earlier, but college basketball has gone through some changes in recent years one of which it's it's much easier for players to transfer from one school to another. How has that changed San Diego State basketball's program? Well, we've always been built on our, fan, our foundation being uh, younger guys. So we always try to maintain having multiple young guys in our program that develop through the program. So when you look at our roster this year, you had Lamont Butler, Keyshot Johnson, for example, 
who have been in the program since freshmen, and now they've arrived and have become leaders um, of the program. And so that'll always be the, p- the pillar of what we're trying to do here at San Diego State. The transfer portal has allowed us to uh, really look at guys that can come in and impact winning and help us continue to, you know, compete at a national level. And so for us, we're fortunate enough with those freshman guys that are developing in the program to be able to add guys that add value, that that are great locker room guys, and that bring um, a level of, of commitment and hopefully prior success prior to getting here that will help us continue to win. Um, We're never of the mindset that you just bring in any individual person to the program. Um, It's got to fit. It's got to make sense. So we're very fortunate to be in that situation. But as far as the current climate in college basketball, I mean, you know, it's been very good for us. You know, and it's good, I think, for players to be able to figure out what makes the most sense for them and try to find their home um, because that's all you're trying to look for as a student athlete. And as a coach, you're trying to figure out a situation that makes sense for you and your family to where you can continue to thrive. And so we're trying to bring in guys that are trying to be professional basketball players but ultimately want to win college basketball games and make the run that we just made and at the end of the day try to win a national championship. A couple weeks ago, I spoke with San Diego Union Tribune sports columnist Bryce Miller during your tournament run, and he had, you know, some interesting things to say about just how special March Madness is and how unique that environment is. Uh, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what's that experience like being in March Madness. Well, I'll go back. When I was at the University of Hawaii, uh, we won our first game in the NCAA tournament. That was the only time I had ever won prior to this year, a game in the NCAA tournament. And we advanced to play Maryland, lost in the second round. And so I didn't get to experience at that time what it felt like to go home, repack, and get on the road. Now, having gone through this entire process here with San Diego State, you first realize that this is the longest tournament in the world. uh, But you also realize how special it is to continue to advance. And the NCAA does a tremendous job of making you feel like you've accomplished something as you continue to advance through the tournament. And when you win that Elite Eight game and you're on your way to the Final Four, there's nothing like it. And I think it's a dream for all coaches. And when you arrive at the Final Four and you look at what they do behind the scenes to make you feel like, man, you really accomplished something, that this is the rarest thing in college basketball, it's really special to be a part of. And, you know, I was very thankful to bring my family and to see all of the coaches and their kids. It's an experience for not only you as an individual coach and not even just for your players, the entire city got behind us. Our families got behind us and they were able to experience that. Um, And I'm getting the chills just talking about it right now. But, you know, you get in that environment and you step into that football stadium and you see it for the first time lit up with, you know, the fans there when you're doing the open practices and everything, there's just, there's nothing like it. And so it just, they do a great job of making you feel like, you know, I never want to come to the final four again, unless I'm playing in this event. So that's the best way I can sum it up. Chris Acker is an assistant coach with the San Diego state Aztecs men's basketball team. Chris, thanks so much for sharing a little bit about your historic season with us. I appreciate you guys having me on and go Aztecs. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. 
Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.